There we go. All right. Deb? Yay! How are you? I'm good. Welcome, everybody. This is the Friday Grief Chat. I'm Jill. I'm Wait, Deb. Wrong way. There's Deb. Okay. I, it's, Either it's way. Opposites. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, you're a therapist. I'm a counselor. I don't know stage right or left, except if uh, member Snagglepuss used to say, Oh. Unless, the, uh, unless the hook is coming for me, then I'm going to go the opposite direction. That's right. That's right. Oh, my gosh. How's your week been, Jill? It has been a, a week. It really has. And it's, you know, next week is looking, I'm taking three days off, but that means Monday and Tuesday are jam-packed. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's getting... As the virus is getting bigger, the need is getting greater, and I'm happy to absorb it, but it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, here in Illinois, lockdown is happening more and more and more. And um, I call her my non-bio daughter, and she has the grandkids. And I go, she goes, what is lockdown happening? what would you like and in order to see the kids more and I said you know we didn't do this before but I miss just seeing them could we do uh you know Facebook messenger can we do duo there's all sorts of platforms there's whatsapp duo mm -hmm. um FaceTime only works with um uh, with iPhones. So if you don't have an iPhone, you can't FaceTime. And uh, just finding a way to connect and planning ahead to connect is so important now. We have a Marco Polo set up for our family for, I think it's hit about 20 of us now for Thanksgiving Day. Wow. What's Marco Polo? Marco Polo is a um, program you could download. It's free and mm -hmm. it lets you, you record a video message and then people can respond to it and send their own back and you can create groups on it. Oh, um, we're doing, so we're doing a zoom call for everybody, but we're doing Marco Polos between us because it's texting is too hard and it doesn't give the inflection in a Marco Polo. You can right. just chat. Yeah. Oh, you know, I just love that. At I mean, it's not ideal. Nothing's ideal, right? Ideal right. would be, oh, I think I'll take a trip. I, I think I told you this was the year I was planning on going to see the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yep. Yeah, that ain't happening. Yeah. So. Uh, no Rose Parade either. No, no. I'm sorry you're missing New York. That's lousy. You know what? Next year. I'll be 65, Medicare-induced. Yes. That'll be the time to go. That'll be the time to go. And uh, I just reserved my hotel for Hawaii for July. I'm hoping it happens. <gasps> yeah. Speaking at a conference there, and I'm just going to put it all in that we're going. Can you tell? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're wearing <laughs> that. I'm sort of dressed pretty brightly today, you too. You are. I know, I know. We need some cheerful. I, I'm cheerful. Who knows why? We can say it's the meds. We can say it's the coffee. You well, know, it's Friday. 
Yeah. Today is Friday. I I was thinking about this last from last week to this week because we talked about preparing ahead. But something I was reading in some of the grief chat rooms that people who are normally feeling down, not because of the season or the darkness, but because of loss, people seem to be saying, I feel it more. And there's a very good reason for that. Mm -hmm. So if, if you don't mind expounding on that and the reason for feeling the grief and loss more this season, if you don't mind talking about if, that. If, if it were just any other normal season, minus COVID, just hitting the first or the second, because people tend to think after that first holiday they've gotten through, okay, the rest are going to be good. And they don't think ahead and prepare, and that second one hits them like slamming into concrete at 100 miles an hour. Yeah, it just drives. So you really... You are missing who is not there. You are missing the dynamic because, you know, in systems theory, we know the minute you take one person out of a system, everything changes. Mm -hmm. You are feeling the impact of who didn't cope well with the loss and therefore might not show up or might not be part of even a Zoom call because they're not feeling like someone's doing whatever right Right? I've got people I'm working with who are saying I invited people to Zoom calls and they don't like how I'm grieving, so they won't come. Okay, then we'll find the people who do like how you're grieving and we'll invite them. That's that. There's a lot of adapting that goes on in grief, a lot of just surfing all the different changes. But if you don't plan right. for them, you're going to drown. And then COVID has just made that so much worse, especially for people who are alone. Um, they typically live alone or they lived alone with a parent who's died of COVID or just died anyway. And they can't be together with the rest of their siblings or their family because it's not possible. It's not safe. Mm -hmm. You know, right. And we normally can be outside at Thanksgiving in Southern California. It's going to be in the 60s and it's going to be cloudy. And for us, that's like a polar winter. You got to understand. Okay. I won't laugh. <laughs> We do. We totally yeah. do. I know. Yeah. Another friend, another friend just wrote that same thing for the rest of you people in in Oregon. If it's uh if it's 60 or below, they're like, should I wear a long sleeve shirt? And she goes, I need a winter coat and something warm. I had my yeah. leather jacket on last night because it was I think 59 and I had a beanie on because my hair is short, because yeah, we don't. I live in the desert. <laughs> we have cactus in our yard, you know, that would shrivel up and die in Illinois. Uh -huh. but yeah, we, we, we have all those and we have lizards who are still out running around this time of year. So you do have to be ready and you have to plan ahead and you have to acknowledge because if you don't acknowledge who's missing, then everyone is, you know, it's that big old uh, look elephant in the room. Right. And you right. walk around it and it makes it feel pressured and harder. And if someone makes a dish that that person who's missing loved, no one will say, oh, they would have loved this. 
right. encouragement is make the dish they loved. And if it's one all the rest of you hate, now you can say it. And if it's <laughs> one the rest of you love, but you made it differently, you know, you can talk about them with some humor. Because if you don't, it's going to just make it so much harder. And if you need to cry, cry. It's okay. It really is. You know, that's for, I want to participate, but I don't want to participate. And if I edge toward participation, how, you gave some great examples on how to do that. Then there's the other side. <clears throat> and I was the other side. Where after my mom died, mm -hmm. I did not. I already was uncomfortable going to family meals because people didn't talk about stuff. Mm -hmm. They already didn't. So I gave myself permission to not show up. And, that's and that is okay. That is perfectly okay to say, no, I just need to pull in and be quiet. That's I just need, I, you know, I got to tell you, this is, this is another holiday, but it was Easter <clears throat> and my mom had just died the like four weeks before that. And I said to myself, I don't want to go to church. I don't want to hear about Jesus dying on the cross. I don't want to hear about any of this. So what I did is I said to my husband, you go, go to whatever, save me some ham if there's any. And I watched Monty Python's Life of Brian. <laughs> Mostly because I wanted to be so distracted by the absurd. And lastly, because at the end, very sacrilegious, is Jesus with the two other people on the crosses going, always look on the bright side of life, you know, and that is totally ridiculous. And if that's what helps you, meaning our listening audience, to not go put on a sappy Christmas movie or put on... Um, what is it with uh, Bruce Willis, Die Hard 1 and 2, which are both Christmas movies, put those on. Or the Twilight Zone Marathon. <gasps> I had no idea. It's perfect for this year. It's perfect. Oh, my gosh. So, but for those that feel so down, give yourself also permission to... It's more than feeling sorry for yourself. It has, it's not really like a pity party because you have every reason to feel the feels, mm -hmm. be it the first year or the second year, third year, fourth year, whatever, whatever it is, give yourself permission to feel. And that's that's a hard thing because you think I have to, I have to buck up and because that's what we do in this Western culture. And that's what people like Jill and I are helping to change and hoping to change. So also, if you've got little people getting feedback, yeah. I want to bring the microphone in. If you've got little people and uh -huh. there has been a recent loss and it's a holiday, encourage 
the conversation. Ask them what they're missing about whoever is missing. Mm -hmm. Ask them if they have questions about what happened or where they are now. Encourage it because little people have seen the big people grieving and it's right close to the holiday anyway, and they don't want to ruin the holiday or be blamed for it. So they are going to just buck it down and we need to give them that space to ask the questions and talk about it and prepare the other adults before we do so, so they don't shut them down. Absolutely. And I want to add to that, that we're not just talking about grief from the death of a loved one. We're talking about what if it's your first divorce apart? What if you, you just know? moved cross country? Yeah. And, and you're COVID and you don't know your neighbors. Exactly. What? There's tons of other laws. What if it's, uh, oh, you're a healthcare worker and you are required to be working and your family's scared and they've hurt. I mean, and to assume that little kids don't know, everybody in the listening audience, they know. They know completely. They know at some level in their heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they know you're afraid. Right, right. And they need to have that honored mm -hmm. and, and to be talked about. And they need some fun. Mm-hmm. Even mm -hmm. if you have, I'm, you know, I'm hoping everyone in our listening audience is preparing for a really safe Thanksgiving. Here in California, we're under a statewide curfew. Mm -hmm. I shall not be out after 10 p.m. now, which is fine with me. But we got a lot of people who are not not going to follow the rules. I hope that all right. of you are. Right. But right. if you are following the rules and it's small, find some ways to do something different. Uh -huh. You know, make it a puzzle day. You still have time in this Friday to send out a picture and get a family puzzle made for Thanksgiving. Oh, what a great, great thing. Or That's order a painting kit and everyone paints together after the meal or something to keep you together that's not focused on who died and not focused uh -huh. on who's missing because we can't have Thanksgiving normally. Uh -huh. I, I've talked to people who are doing absolutely no main dish this year because nobody actually really likes it, but they always did it for the other people. So this year they're just doing sides or desserts. Some mm -hmm. people are doing soup meals this year because they don't gotta. You know? And if we were pilgrims, honestly, we'd be eating lobster. And I think that sounds way more fun than turkey. Really? Is that right? what they... They were on the coast. Oh, yeah. So maybe They were they... fish. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Well, yeah. just just uh, also, who had cranberry gel in the can back in turkey time, in pilgrim time, you they know? They didn't have cranberries. No, it's not whatever, you know? Right. You know what we're doing this year is I've been calling people up and saying, because I'm not going to make a big veggie tray, although... My non-bio daughter said, uh, I'm going to miss the creations because I would always make something fun. I I'd make them. a turkey out of the veggies or I'd make a, I don't know. I don't remember everything, but I just get creative with it, right? So, so this year, as 
The other non-bio daughter said, oh, I'll take whatever crock pot meat you're making. So crock pot meat <laughs> could be Italian, it could be pork, it could be barbecue, who knows? So I'm bringing, I'm making packages. Daryl just went shopping, my husband, to go get things so that he can make the desserts. That's his thing. I make the other parts and I'll get them each French bread and a container of crockpot meat and mac and cheese because Daryl's mom made it a certain way and his kids like it a certain way. And then the grandkids, eh. So doing that and making up packages for people because really it's not the family get together, although that's always nice. I like cooking. I like the smell of it better than scented candles. And so, oh my gosh, yes. I'm, I'm waiting till after Thanksgiving to have, uh, to buy even a cheaper turkey. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm waiting for that. And, uh, you know, it'll be what it'll be. You know, I'll just hunker down on Thanksgiving Day. Maybe we, we thought about buying, uh, getting some carryout to support a local business and eating that on Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. you know. I'm going to stop at our local cookie store and get cookies. Yeah, yeah. Because I'd rather it come from there than a big box store. Yeah, so yeah. Doing those kinds of things, and you know, right back to the community where we can, and we're providing a couple meals for people who um, can't afford Thanksgiving or are going to be alone. So we're gonna, I'm gonna make sure those get delivered out. Yes. You know, yeah. Nice to do the reach out when you're in a position to do that, and if you're in a position where you need a reach out, please tell someone. There are lots of people looking to do something nice because they're right. Kind of helpless right now. So if you're one of those people who needs that turkey delivered, say uh -huh. it out loud. Somebody will show up. Right. Say, who can? Facebook. Right. Or each community, like we have Champaign-Urbana Facebook community. Put yeah. something on there. And then I always recommend, please don't put your phone number and address on that. Just message private me. message me. You can message without being friends. Just send it. Your neighborhood is good for that too. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And who won't have leftovers? And it's hard cooking for one, which is another reason why people are grieving. Like you said before, people who are do not have a partner, do not have someone in their immediate bubble that's also single, people who are single, yeah, that's hard. And you know what else is hard? And because this has happened to some friends, the rest of the family guilts you into coming and you still don't trust them. Right. And you know better than to trust them. Right. And yet you're going and it's it's like Russian roulette. Yeah. I know. We are making sure that we are not the non-trustworthies are not part of our world this right time. right because it's heating up too much or people who you know are trustworthy but they have to go to a job that they have to be in public right high risk public those folks right really shouldn't be hosting 
you know, there's there's also a certain number of the population that really doesn't like big gatherings. Mm-hmm. And it feels to me like some of them are almost being forced into grieving the loss of Thanksgiving and or Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever. And they never really enjoyed it in the first place. Bingo. They would rather have been home with, you know, a chicken pot pie they heated up and a good movie and their booties. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Let's give people the grace and not tell them they need to feel bad that they're alone. They can right. be happy they're alone and they're not dealing with, you know, the family member who always has to argue or the politics or the alcohol. Exactly. You know, it's interesting where you and I right now are like, because we're witness to those in our practice, all these subtleties of uh, humankind, the assumptions we make that so-and-so is grieving or the assumptions we make, ah, they're okay. And Check your assumptions. Mm-hmm. And something I, sometimes I go, do you like being alone or do you want to come out? Right. You know, those are the things that you say. Do you like this or that? Don't be afraid to ask questions. Yeah. In in one of my talks, I'm just going to veer off for a second, but in one of my talks, I go, don't be afraid to ask questions from your healthcare pr- practitioners, from your spouse, from your mother-in-law. And, you know, in case you're going on a blind date for uh, for uh, Thanksgiving, you should ask if they're an ax murderer. I mean, you need to ask these things, right? Never be afraid to ask questions. So ask what what would you like? And if you have a neighbor who is alone, Mm -hmm. make sure you're trying to reach out a little bit. Leave a note on the door like we did at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. Leaving those little notes saying, if you need anything, here's my number. Leave me a message. I'll take care of it for you. If someone is going to be alone, especially for the first time, Mm -hmm. say, you know what? We're going to be cooking. We're going to be careful. Would you like me to drop off a meal for you so that, you know, we're thinking about you? Or do you want to meet on the street? At four uh-huh. o'clock and for a distance toast, you know, uh-huh. include those folks because they, they may like being alone or they may not. Don't force them into it. Give them uh-huh. the option. Another place to check in are long-term care centers. If, if, if it's nice weather, at least around here or by you, if you can go to that window and wait high. If not, make a phone call. Mm-hmm. And I suppose you could even make a make a call to the office and say, would any of your residents just like a phone call from someone they never met? And, you know, someone that's cheerful. So, yeah, Debbie Downers, don't call. Don't. don't just watch a movie, have a baked potato, leave everybody else alone. <laughs> if you're going to have a full table or if you've got little people at home and you're going to be alone with them and you've been alone with them all week and you've really had enough and now you're supposed to do Thanksgiving, 
give them some paper and pens and some glitter glue because everyone loves glitter glue and have them make cards for the holiday mm -hmm. period that you guys, you can safely drop off in a box outside one of those care facilities. Exactly. Not enter, not interact, just leave them at the door and tell the facility that they're out there to be distributed. And if the only thing you put on there, don't worry about the holidays, but if you write, I love you or thinking of you or happy Not smiles, happy winter, you know, they all love them. Mm -hmm. They do. They love that stuff. It reduces the isolation for them. It does. It does. Mm -hmm. Just for a moment. And what I learned in humor and laughter is through humor, laughter, when you see it, hear it, or feel it, it stops your train of thought for just a moment so that you can engage in another way. Will it work? Not 100% of the time, but it is certainly worth trying just for a moment. Just for a moment. Oh, man. Did I, I can't see any, but can you see if any of um anybody wrote anything? Doug just gave us, he gave us a thumbs up when we were saying um don't make don't assume stuff about people. Don't assume stuff. Thanks, Doug. Doug may yeah. be home with his cat this week, you know, because or next week, because he's got he is quite the cat dad, I gotta say. Oh <gasps> nice. I have a lot of respect yes. for cat dads. Yeah, yeah. And, I do. Uh, We'll be home with the doodles. I've got two of them on my lap right now mm -hmm. because, you know, they're, they need their leftovers. They're going to eat more than I am. Mm. <laughs> I'm hoping they don't turn off my computer because they both have their heads on the laptop base mm -hmm. right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, let me see. <gasps> oh, oh my goodness. I've got two of them. Funny, mm. funny, funny. Yeah, so um, next week we're going to be here anyway, right? So we can talk about we the are going to be here anyway. Week. Will that and work for you? It will because that will mean that my wife gets a break from me doing Christmas decorating early that morning because I am ready. I have got the stuff. <laughs> I've got new stuff, and you know I've got a sister who's Jewish but still loves Christmas but doesn't like to admit it, but she loves my Christmas decor. So she said, "I just sent you two crazy things to decorate with." And they're not quite Christmassy, but I just think you could use them. Blow yes. up unicorns, rainbow <gasps> unicorns. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, I'm totally jealous. So I'm not sure. Oh. We can't anchor them. We're trying to figure out how to use them. I think I might put them in my like angel garden I have right at the front door and uh -huh. put some lights around them. Oh, and Doug is saying, yeah, this keeps us from the family from hell this trip, this time. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I got to tell you, I... I identify with that. I do. Yeah. There's certain benefits from. There are some good things about pandemics. So there's a lot of bad things. And I'm not minimizing them, but mm -hmm. some we give up. We get a little bit of an excuse to be alone. Right. And you get to right. see the chocolate box all to yourself. Although Doug wouldn't do that. I might. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will be having uh, gluten-free. I love it. Gluten-free. Uh, Daryl makes the best pumpkin cheesecake. 
it's a recipe he's had forever. So I will be doing that and having, uh, oh, I'll make myself a lot of vegetables. So there you go. We are doing, let's see, the mashed potatoes. And then my 89-year-old father-in-law said, we're having yams, right? Or sweet potatoes? Yeah. And he said, and the kind with like the marshmallows? Okay. Yeah, we're having those. Because our bubble is him plus one daughter plus the two of us plus maybe my mom. She's not sure she even wants to come next door. So I may just deliver a meal to her. Right, right. So, yeah. We make something green, maybe some Brussels sprouts, but maybe with bacon. And that is exactly what my uh, other non-bio daughter asked for. Uh, roasted Brussels sprouts with bacon and then... Uh, either balsamic or some Parmesan cheese and yep. garlic. And some yeah. with roasted pecans that may have. For those that can with right? nuts. I'm, You're I not a nut? nuts. Oh. I, I am, uh, yes, mentally maybe, but um, I'm allergic. Uh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well. And I did just make a great bread pudding last night, so. Oh, I wish, I wish, I wish. It sounds so good with a little bourbon and rum, but don't quote me on that. Oh, yeah. No, I'm on Facebook Live telling people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jill. Well, until next week. After the feast and the quiet and the yeah. not many people and Doug after the not family from hell for all of us. Right. With our little people and all our deliveries, let's go do what we can to do what we want to do. And remember um, those who are missing this holiday. Remember those that are missing, but also remember self-care. Self-care, drink water, take a walk if you can, weather permitting. Uh, look at the sunlight, look at nature. If you need to, take a shower. Don't forget your medication. Oh, yeah. and, be a little, and be a little creative, whatever yeah. that means to you. All right? Bye, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving week. We'll see Happy you on Friday. Happy Thanksgiving afterwards. week. Bye. Bye.